does he introduce me to his friends? And like, am I a part like of his bare life? Bare minimum. Bare <laughs> minimum. Requirements. You're like, does he say my first yeah. name? <laughs> Literally, the bar is underground, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Friends by Accident, podcast host on purpose. This is what you get when two Canadian women who come from completely different backgrounds serendipitously meet in a Brooklyn apartment. This is Accidental Friends with Aline Deggin and Kristen Mandela. Okay, we're really, really pumped to get into this. We, we are. like, A, <laughs> love talking about relationships, mm-hmm. number one. Number two, when we were kind of thinking about it, we didn't really know what we wanted this to be about. We were just like umbrella term relationships. Um, but obviously once we kind of started like talking about it and dissecting it, we kind of realized we have a lot to say. We, we have some opinions. <laughs> we got some opinions. And so we thought that this episode would be really about like how our relationships, our romantic relationships, we should say, um, have changed and evolved throughout our 20s to now and like how our growth has impacted our relationships and what they look like now. And I think it's, uh, it's going to be a gooder. So I'm let's- I'm really excited. That was let's actually, that was perfect. It. That's exactly what it is. That's what we're doing. That's exactly what it is. All right. Let's get right into it. Can't wait. Okay. So Chris, we can start with you. Like what was, let's, let's start from the beginning. What was the first relationship where you really felt like you were in love? In love. Like, what did it look like? Who were you? Who were Tell they? Us <laughs> Who were they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it's. It's a fun, it's fun to kind of go down memory lane. I'm like getting filled with all that like nostalgic. Um, Yeah. So, okay. I, it happened a little bit later in life and I don't, I don't mean that in a crazy way. I was 18, which is not, that's like totally very, very young. I just mean for how many people I had dated up until that point, I had dated um, like all throughout middle school and high school. And yes, I know that those aren't like real relationships in, in for a lot of people like that. Those are kind of just like trial and error socialization experiments that happen when you're like a young person but I dated quite a quite a few people and I like really liked them a lot but I didn't feel that like soul crushing (laughs) like sick to my stomach puppy dog infatuation can't eat can't sleep yeah like literally like the giddy the the giddy you know what I mean exactly like all the all the love songs make sense Uh, and that person at that time I had just finished high school I just graduated and it was the summer kind of from high school before you start first year university and mm. that's a pretty big summer for a lot it's of people a anyway summer. it's yeah. a great summer you're kind of like okay literally school's out for the summer there's like no cares I'm gonna be an adult now yeah, yeah. right but you think that yeah, <laughs> and yeah. um we went to the same high school his name is Chris I fully told him that I was gonna talk about him in, in this. did you yeah 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 he's already listened to all the episodes he's a big fan it, spoiler that. alert we didn't end up together but we care about <laughs> each other very much still and are very uh we're still very good friends we have a very um like deep and meaningful connection but we don't talk all the time obviously it'd be a bit weird if we did I think but he's the the best dude ever like he's such a wonderful guy and so we were on student council together in grade 12 grade 12 me was very into I don't know I just took myself very seriously you know I think when you're like 17 18 you really think that you know what you're doing you know what I mean and then life comes at you and it humbles you and then you're like okay I don't know what the fuck is going on real yeah really fast knocks you right down 100% but at that point that had not happened to me yet so 
I was dating somebody else who was kind of like the stoner kid. We talked about him, I think, already. I'm not really sure. Actually, maybe no, we haven't. Um, and he was quite sweet and like a nice guy, but not the kind of guy for me long term, yeah. even though at that time I thought he was. But everyone kind of thinks that when you're – you don't know until yeah, yeah. you know. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we were in student council together, and then I broke up with that said uh, kind of stoner boyfriend, and mm-hmm. we started hanging out like immediately, and we just had this like – okay, we want to live life to the fullest. Like we kind of saw the world the exact same way. And it was the first time I'd ever really spoken or been close to anybody that had these thoughts. Like he literally was like a reflection of myself at that time. And it was a really beautiful thing to have somebody really affirm all these kind of like really life altering questioning beliefs that I was having like about society and about the person that I wanted to be and about like not growing up in my same neighborhood and it wasn't out of like lack of gratitude but just like wanting to get outside of the realm and the comfort zone that we were grown up in and a lot of people were wanting to stay in it and we were like we want to do all these things and it was really honestly very impactful and that relationship really helped me become the person I wanted to be in a lot of ways because it was like, okay, he saw me a hundred percent for who I was at that time. And he was like, you are unreal. And I was like, you are unreal. You know what I mean? So in that way it was awesome, but it also like all heartbreak does crushes you (laughs) and it beats the shit out of you. And I think looking back, we make phenomenal friends. I don't think we make great partners because I think we cared about each other so much at the time that we were so scared to hurt each other's feelings. And then in oh doing gosh. that, we hurt each other's feelings all the more. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, I don't want to tell you anything. Yeah. yeah. So um, I think we were, you're we were like ass, excruciatingly honest you. about yeah. other stuff, but not in terms of like, so obviously summer ends. We've all seen mm-hmm. Greece. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> summer loving. And he went to a different university than me. And I went to like the all girls res. And I was obviously having like not that great of a time. He went to Dalhousie, yeah. which is spoiler alert. Also the university I ended up transferring to. Not for him, I tell myself. (laughs) And um, he was having like a great time. But before then, we were like, okay, we are not going to stay together. Like we're going to still – like we say we love each other and we care about each other. But we don't want to limit each other at all. But the problem was is because we were so nervous to have these like very – like kind of intense conversations, we left a lot of gray area open. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, we're not together, but we care about each other and we're going to text each other really, really deep and meaningful things all the time. But like, I know he's sleeping with other people. I'm not because my res sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Like, there's no hot guys around. And so that was like kind of hurtful for me, like big time, like kind of hurtful. It was pretty hurtful. (laughs) It kind of sucked. But it was kind of an, it was an important process too. You know what I mean? Because then that's how you learn in, in new relationships that you want boundaries like big time and and what you want and what you don't want and like not letting big oh gray God. areas exist in relationships like you need to tackle those conversations even if they hurt and that's one thing yeah. that I think is so important is like you need to learn how to be super honest with yourself and with other people and I just didn't have that skill we both didn't have that skill yet but and you're also young so it's like you don't really like well we're not gonna I have this intense that, you know what I mean yeah but I think totally. the hardest part was that like because we felt so intensely for each other we kind of had this thing in the back of the head we were like in the back of our heads where we're like well we'll end up together like this is just like Mm -hmm. a really um meaningful connection that like i'm sure can't be duplicated and i think what that that way i know but i think what had happened was like it also allowed us to kind of take each other for granted and i think he kind of was like well you're the person that i want to marry or whatever again this is like 
20 year old 19 year old us talking and but we're like obviously not there yet for a very long time so let's just like put this on pause put it on the back burner but what ended up happening was like I felt on the back burner like I felt like I was just kind of laying in wait and it was like a really Mm -hmm. humiliating feeling so I think now yeah it was just like one of those it really it broke me man (laughs) But in a good way, it's obviously, it was great learning. It was and a since learning then, experience. We've been able to have some unreal conversations about it. Yeah. And like we appreciate it and like care for each other so much now. But it was just like, it, so it, is the, it is the big learn. That was like the yeah. big learning one. That we all, we but all. But it's cool have to feel love like that. Like it's a beautiful yeah. feeling to be like, oh my God. Like, you know what I mean? I know. You're oh, so it's just so yummy. Excited. It's such a beautiful feeling. Ugh, I hear you. What about you? I, I want to hear. Um, I, I actually like laugh when you say that it was late for you because I feel <laughs> well, like i like, dated like a, no, little, I know. I a little serial dater in high school. I was like grandma status if it's, if that's, the, <laughs> if that's late, but like, so I guess like mine comes from, so there was like a phrase in my family. I know I even talk about it in our identities, um, episode of like, you don't, you don't date till you're married. Right. It was like this thing. Which is and, exactly like, the opposite advice that I got as a yes, kid, by the way. Which is like obviously a joke, but like when you're a kid, it's kind of like, okay, dating, marriage, dating, mm-hmm. marriage. You like look, it, it was never really about like learning how to date or like who you are in a relationship, how you are as a girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. It was really like, look for these qualities that would in make a good partner. For, yeah. yeah. That would make a good husband, dad, blah, 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 all these things that I want. And also I've like had really amazing examples of relationships. Like my parents have been together for a really, really long time and they're like best friends now. Um, like weirdly, like as soon as me and my brother moved out. They like out, love spending like, time together, don't they? You've always oh, they're that. obsessed. That's they're obsessed. So they, they do everything together. They're so freaking cute. Um, so I've had all these like really great examples and also like what before I guess I like fell in love was really when like my self-love journey like had started like four or five months prior. So yeah. I was flying high being like, I love myself. I deserve the world and blah, blah, blah. And then in drops, um, this man, Brian, I guess we'll say his name because he's yeah, definitely <laughs> not listening to this. We are also, not spoiler alert, it didn't work out. <laughs> We are not on the best of terms, but he like kind of came into my life and like honestly, I would say like swept me off my feet. He was for sure. Everything I, that I was had. close to when we started being friends, and I remember we talked yeah. on the phone. And I'm like, man, yeah, and Brian. it's crazy because like I I did fall in love. Like it was I was 25, 26 when I met him, and I like obviously have had like bouts of like infatuation, but love it wasn't until this moment and. It's crazy to even think about, but I remember leaving my first date with him and I called my best friend and I I actually can see myself like sitting in my living room on the phone with her being like, I think this is it. I think he's it. And I meant it from a place of like, I just met my husband, the father of my children. Like, that's it. I'm not dating anybody else. That this is it. And I was like, (laughs) people have these moments. Like, I'm having this this is my moment. You're like recording it in the background. We're like, this is the moment. I'm so, I'm a dramatic person. So I was like, obviously I would fall in love in this way. Um, And I realized like how insane I sounded. So I immediately said like, I think this guy's going to be my boyfriend. Cause I was like, like, okay, pump the brakes a bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we honestly like immediately became inseparable. He really, really became my best friend. So I think that's also what made the breakup so hard is because I truly felt like I was losing my absolute best friend. That's so hard. He had all of the qualities that I had looked for 
in a guy. Like he was, uh, he was kind. He was like my support, my hype man. He was all of it. I would tell him everything. There was no topic off limits. And as someone who is a big proponent of communication in a relationship, holy shit, I loved arguing with him because mm. we could argue. Like it yeah, was never big. that whole phrase of like, it's not me versus you, it's us versus the problem. That was so, I mean, we we dated technically for a really short amount of time. We were in each other's lives for a lot longer than that, but we really like communicated so well and so I like really fell in love like very, very hard to the point that I couldn't even like separate him from my family. He was wow. he was going through a really hard time in his in his life and I was like, I need to be there for him. He had a his his dad was really sick and I was just like, I need to I just need to be there. And he was being very vulnerable, like opening up to me about his feelings and like mm-hmm. it just was it was a lot. And I felt so needed and wanted by this person that I was so in love with too. And, and he really got you for oh the, my when gosh. you guys were together. I remember you, him, he like it, put together like a care package for you or something. And I was like, this is literally you in a he box. Put like together, he was I told so him, smart. Yeah. Which, I'm not I told smart. Him I mean, that my you know favorite I mean. color was purple on our first date. And my birthday was a few weeks after that. And he bought me a gift, which was wild. Took me out for like a beautiful dinner. And then my gift was in a purple bag with purple tissue paper and like all of my favorite candies. And I was like, you are so, you were listening so well. And yeah. like also you plant, like we met three weeks ago. So for you to, anyway, it just was, he was great. Yeah. Or so I thought, but I guess where it like really went around off yeah. the tracks <laughs> was I asked him to go for dinner with my brother and my new sister-in-law. They had just gotten married. Um, and instead of saying yes, he said when. Mm. And I was like, that seems odd. And I thought it was weird. So when we talked about it, he- And family is very important to you. So like having huge. enthusiasm around that was also, you had your feelings yeah. a little and bit. And he was like a big family man. So I was like, oh, like we love our families. So I really like, I like come to relationships in the sense of, and I'm like this in my friendships too, that if I care for you, you are welcome Anytime. You're welcome in my home. You're welcome to my parents' house. Like I want to integrate my friends and all of that all the time. I don't, I don't see people like this is one friend group and this is another friend group. Like I don't see that at all. And I think I was like really trying to do that with him, especially he's my boyfriend, like obviously. Um, anyway, we had the conversation and he, he really like said that he's not his best self and like he is not happy with himself and he doesn't want to present that to like my brother and my sister-in-law who he knows are very very important to me whose opinions matter a lot Mm. um and I realized I was like oh I'm not there anymore I know what that's like to not be like yourself or where you're at and I you could you could empathize but you couldn't relate the same way because you had you had moved past and through those feelings a while ago yeah and I just Mm. I just remember being like I couldn't do that if I was in a relationship like I couldn't improve myself if I was in a relationship because I want to put the other person first like I want to be so in love with myself that like you're good I'm good you know yeah 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 it's just and he couldn't do that and so I ended things with him but obviously we were in each other's lives for a really long time after that. Um, yes, I know. <laughs> fuck, way too long. Um, we like just cut contact in like what, 2019? It was just yeah, way too It, it was, was try- way It was trying to be like, oh, we can be friends. And I'm like, I don't yeah, know, Yeah, yeah. Well, you cannot be friends. And so I guess like our main issue was that he 
didn't want to involve me with any like friends or family. And so there was even a moment that like, I went to see him at the, when he was like visiting his dad at the hospital. Oh my God, I can't with the story. (laughs) He had been at the hospital for like, I think like three or four days, like hadn't eaten, hadn't slept, hadn't like changed. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm just going to (laughs) go and I'm just going to like bring him food. Like I'm going to bring him chicken wings and fries, like our favorite meal. And so I go into the hospital and I'm expecting like, we're going to like sit downstairs in like the hospital, like waiting area thing. But no, no, we go upstairs to like the floor that his dad's on. And then I'm like sitting there in the room with him and his whole family walks into the room and I'm talking mom, extended brother-in-laws, nieces, nephews, aunt, like honestly, like 15 people walked into the room and they are having the most serious conversations about a man's life and like right, what like they're going to do. His future estate. His and, future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm just sitting there being like, I don't even think any of you knew that I existed before this moment. Right. How did he and introduce it, you? He just said, hey, this." his mom knew who, I think his mom and his sisters knew who I was, but okay. like not really. But it was like, hey, this thing. is a lean. It wasn't like this, this is, is a lean. Yeah, that was okay, it. Okay, no and qualifier. Like, interesting. Yeah. Mm, interesting, yeah. Brian. Very interesting. Noted. And his mom was, yeah. And his mom, even I remember leaving the hospital, she was like, he doesn't deserve you. He definitely doesn't deserve you. And I was like, oh. She's that in the hospital? Yeah, mom's yeah, a real in one. In front of Brian's him. Brian's mom's a like, real one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Angel. <laughs> but that was kind of, that like went forward in my relationships of like, mm. I just I just felt like it hurts like not for him not to want to like of show course. you off or yeah. like bring you into that. It's like, why don't you want to do that? Right. And it kind of gets in your head as to what those reasons could be like what are you already one foot out the door like what's the deal yeah like why are you what's the what's the hesitation yeah Yeah, yeah. (laughs) in a in a bunker (laughs) yeah i just brought you fucking chicken wings yeah show some respect my feet vegan chicken wings yeah 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 (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay so brian brian was the big one he was the big one and then how how did your relationships after that kind of change like yeah how how did you enter other relationships post brian so i kind of i mean obviously like i mean you were saying that that it's like nothing can compare and i really like really really believe that like nothing could compare to him to you um (laughs) i just didn't think that anybody could like take his place so i was like maybe if i find somebody kind of like that but then what I started to be like, I, I don't think I'll ever find somebody that can like communicate better with me or is like a better friend or whatever. So I I've focused on like, does he introduce me to his friends? And like, am I a part like of his bare life? Bare minimum. Bare minimum. <laughs> Requirements. You're like, does he say my first yeah. name? <laughs> Literally, the bar is underground, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I, oh, to the point that I dated this guy and I didn't even know if I liked him throughout the entire time we were dating. But right. I was like, he's really yeah, cute. We it. have mm-hmm. so much fun. <laughs> and he sent me a voice note while I was at work one day being like, babe, like day drinking he was on drunk, a Saturday. Right? Yeah. <laughs> he was so drunk. Babe, cool. I wish you were here with my friends and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, ew, I hate this guy. But I'm like, oh my God, you want me to meet your friends? You want me to meet your dumpster tr- fire friends? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I probably can't even understand them based on the lingo that they even used to use. Yeah. It was... It but just that is like, so funny. It's that you so were like, funny what I That matters on. more than if I even like him or not. <laughs> oh my God. He could like not communicate, which was very evident in the way that we even broke up. He like texted me on a Sunday morning being like, 
<laughs> just trash. He's yeah. trash. <laughs> uh, Sorry, swing and a miss. Trash. It's swing and a miss. And then oh, the next so guy. Good. He was really sweet. I mean, I don't even want to mention his name because I think he does actually listen to podcasts and yeah. he's a really nice person. So like, I, I yeah, don't he was say it, sweet. He's very sweet. And like, even now, if we like see each other and whatever, it's we're very, very friendly and cordial. Um, but we brought each other into our friends, friend groups really fast. Mm. Like within two weeks, it was like I was at, he came to a friend's birthday in the park the next like time that we hung out. I went to his friend's place and then it was just kind of this back and forth and he actually like came to my birthday again. My birthday. My birthday's a big time for in dating history. Yeah, I guess so, right? It kind of makes or breaks some things. <laughs> always, yeah. And he came to my parents' place. Um, and it was like really nice to see like how he like walked up to my brother when he first came and like introduced himself. And he was so confident. And I like left him there with like my friends and my family. And he was really able to like hold his own. Mm. Um, and I just thought that was unbelievable however I knew what a terrible communicator he was like literally could not talk about his feelings at all right and it's not that like did you try like no homeboy told me I can't have serious conversations and I was like, like straight up he was like I can't do straight it. up like actually okay. I was like okay, uh okay. I can't have serious conversations and I was like okay this is a red flag but like what are your but friends also- doing next week <laughs> yeah but also you're cute like let's go out <laughs> you're cute let's go but um yeah so I mean you realize like but like long term that's a, that's a here for a good time not a long time kind of situation. yes yes yeah so I mean like that was kind of what I really focused on and it it just wasn't I don't know I think that's my good first learning, relationship though, still I do think that my first relationship kind of like crippled me too well I think what ha- when <laughs> borderline hospitalization <laughs> mental hospitalization but I think like you had a bit of a checklist of like things that Brian had that you liked yeah. and then you were almost like cross-listing against all yeah. these people that you were dating being like okay he has this he doesn't have that but it was like yeah which is a it's, hard th- – you're going into it almost. It's a hard They're, they're not going to compare because yeah. they're not them. Like, they're not Brian. Yeah, you're setting them And you them don't want them to be failure. Brian either. So it's kind of just like, eh. No, I really don't. Get out of here. <laughs> explicitly. Yeah, explicitly, no thank you. Yeah, um, it's so funny, but hey? I guess, like, how did yours – how did uh, how did Chris set up future Future suitors? endeavors? Endeavors. Um, <laughs> so – because I think the way that Chris and I, I, I think, again, it goes back to that, like, not being able to have super hard, like, definitive, like, we always kind of wanted to keep each other in each other's lives. And in doing so, yeah. we just, like, never had any, like, definitive conversations or just not any yeah. that I can maybe recall off the bat, like, off the top of my head. But I remember this was, like, in second or third year or something. I had started having feelings for another guy. I'm just going to say Jay. Because I don't know. Yeah, let's do that. We got kind of mutual friend. There's a bit of a cross there. <laughs> um, but I started having feelings for this new guy, and I wanted to give Chris like one last kind of like, okay, I'm I'm starting to see this other guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and but if you were interested in dating, <laughs> I'm gonna give you this like you know what I mean, like just like a last. Oh Oof. God, yo, what did we do? Early twenties. Oh, anyway, sorry. Okay, power through. So I texted Chris and I was like, hey, I'm starting to see this other guy. It's not like it, at this point, it was like definitely not serious at all. Like definitely not yeah. actually dating. Um, Like, I just want to give you one kind of last chance. Again, this is how I remember it. I'm sure the text message was like, hey, like probably said hey. nothing. It was like, yeah. what's up? You know what I mean? <laughs> but in my head, it was like that. OK, last one feelers like I have these yeah. feelings for you, whatever. And I remember his message back was like, 
yeah, like you're the best. <laughs> or so it was like something like, yeah, like, you know, I'll always care about you. Like, you're great. But it wasn't like, okay, next Perfect. steps or anything. And I was like, Excellent. okay. That's all I yeah. needed to hear. You know what Plot I mean? Plot number 42. Yeah. I'm like, going uh, underground. 100%. I and I think for me, it kind of was just like, that was the straw that broke the camel's back of like yeah. how long. I think I just really wanted Chris to want me. I don't even know if we would have been that good together, but it was just like, it's because just it, the it, it felt a little unrequited a little bit by the yeah, end. Yeah, I really yeah. had, I was like tired of waiting and we never really got a chance to actually date. Other than that mm-hmm. summer, which like kind of was not, you know what I mean? That's not really, yeah. it almost happens in a bubble. So what happened with Jay was because he was willing to kind of move mountains to yeah. to see me and to be with me, very sloppily, I might add, he was still seeing his ex at the time and I didn't know for three months, but <clears throat> we'll talk about that, maybe another <laughs> another conversation. But he was willing to kind of move all these things and kind of sever social groups and handle things to be able to be, to be with me. Which I was is such like, a flip from Which here. was such a flip from Chris. So I was yeah. like, wow, this means that this is who I should be with. Or the, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? This is like, it was the same kind of thing where I was kind of measuring by the wrong things. But I didn't have those same visceral stomach churning heart fluttering feelings i really cared about him and we had great chemistry but it it just didn't feel kind of it didn't feel the same and i thought that was a good thing because i was like well obviously that didn't work out you know what i mean (laughs) so i'm gonna go for a different feeling and there was obviously some red flags in our relationship we also like communication wasn't super great he had Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's he is a really great dude, but I think because I kind of wanted to turn him into a Chris 2.0, kind of how you were saying with Brian, I didn't yeah. see him for who he was and I didn't like just let him be exactly yeah. who he was, which I think in a relationship that's super shit. You know what I that's mean? Like so shit. I, I went vegan and I wanted him to go vegan. Too. Oh, yeah. no, not not sustainable at all. Like we backpacked through uh, from Belize to Brazil and like the whole time I'm like wanting him to be this person that he's not and not appreciating Mm -hmm. the also dope person that he is you know what I mean yeah and I used to always feel terrible for those feelings of just being like oh I can't wait to kind of do this with my life partner like I remember I told you this story like a while ago and your reaction was so funny but he would see one time we were like leaving a store and he was like oh like that we like passed some kids or something and he's like oh your kids are gonna be so beautiful and I was like yeah they will be but I wasn't even thinking that they would be with him him on the spot I know like I know, but that's where my like, that's where that like cognitive dissonance was happening. Where I okay. wasn't even thinking about a future with him. I moved out, didn't think about moving in with him. All these things, and I'm like, that's Cr- kind of weird. Sorry, go. It's so weird, but also I think about it, and I'm like, see, hearing you say something like that, I'm like, Chris, how could you possibly deal with that? And then I think about a situation like mine, mm-hmm. where <laughs> I remember I was at it. Just like a side note, I was at a coffee shop, and I this was like I don't even know. I think we were either on or we weren't. I can't remember. Of course. But Brian took me to get my car detailed. And so we like, my car was in the shop. And so we're like, let's go for a coffee. And I was wearing a purple, my purple graduation ring on my right hand. And we go to get a coffee and I go to like take whatever I go to pay. It's like one of those that like somebody pays for literally everything. And then mm-hmm. you pay for a $4 coffee and you're like, 100%. I got this. Um, so I go to pay and this woman sees my ring on my right hand and she's like oh my god I love your ring and I was like thank you she's like and she sees him standing right next to me and she goes oh my god is that an engagement ring literally she says engagement I don't even think she uttered the word ring yet and he went oh no (laughs) you're like okay chill looked at him and I was like 
do you want to let her finish her question before you choke on your words? And she's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. She's like, I didn't mean to cause an argument. And I was like, it's been an argument. So you didn't cause it. honey. It's stirring, babe. Oh God, that is so (laughs) funny. I just got so fucking mad. But then- Sure enough, stupid Aline was like, doop to do. Yeah, sure, I'll see you again. <laughs> yeah. I'll get you chicken wings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was this was before my chicken wings. So oh, like you can only so imagine funny. how dumb I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you look back and you're having like these postmortems or relationships and you're like, what the hell was I thinking? What did I do? Yeah, yeah. And like him and I, Jay and I were together for four years. Yeah. And it's like having second doubts. Like we've talked about this um before, but it's just like I was attracted to Chris's like positivity and he has his sister like yeah. a, a joie de vivre. I, <laughs> but it, he's like a golden retriever in a human person form. And Stop, that is so like, cute. it's so, it's such an attractive quality in a person. Mm-hmm. And Jake is a bit more like subdued and just like not that same energy, like kind of, again, I mean, kind of like the stoner vibes a little bit again, returning to mm-hmm. like my high school dating days. But. <laughs> Um, just like a different energy and I wanted him to be more like Chris and it's just, it's such an unfair thing. You know what I mean? So when we ended, so obviously unfair. he stopped becoming vegan. He started smoking yeah. uh, cigarettes again. Cause I was like, you can't smoke cigarettes. Like I was just trying to make him into somebody that he wasn't. And it caused like a lot of like mental health issues on both of us. Like both of us had anxiety that we both weren't telling each other about because mm-hmm. we didn't want to like, we weren't ready for it to be over. But then as soon as we broke up, he went and did his uh what was it what's it called revenge body oh he yes. started going to the yep. gym like six days a week he started doing all these things and i was like dude like that's so great like we saw each other a few times after like those like painful like running into each other like also yes. in toronto becomes a person of like four people i'm like oh really i have to run into my ex every single <laughs> weekend of the summer um but i was like damn like you're doing all these things that i wanted in our relationship but it yes. takes yeah. Like somebody, it takes him finding it in himself. You know what I mean? Like, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't People grow. People can't make changes You can't grow in a relationship if I'm like, yeah. yeah, exactly. So I think I was, um, I cared about him so much. And I think it's so funny how your definition of love can change and, and mm-hmm. what it feels like and what you want from it and all these things. And I think maybe it was love in the moment. I think it feels different with every love. person. I think there's different I don't think it was in love. love, to be honest. I really don't mm. think I was. Oh, really? Yeah, I think I really loved him. Like I cared about him a lot, and we had a yeah. great, like, we had great chemistry, um, and we had fun together. But like, I didn't feel the like. Yeah, it's it's hard to explain. Also, this was like a number of years ago, so I'm sure when I was in it, I did. I just can't. I can't fucking remember. You That's what I, what I mean. mean. I think there's like levels of love, but now That's I mean, now true. you're in such a like such a beautiful relationship. So sometimes it's, it's kind of hard to look back from where I know right now everything else like, just did feels I actually like feel love diet yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you did at the time yeah I, I, I'm sure you're right everything else feels like diet love now that I'm like in a relationship where I'm like oh shit yeah this is unreal yeah <laughs> this is the one <laughs> yeah um, yeah which is amazing obviously like I'm so I'm so grateful and I can say his name because he's obviously gonna listen to the pod uh the podcast but now Andre's and I have been together yeah, he's for actually a number of years he's actually supportive yeah. and actually <laughs> the podcast. but um yeah, so we've been together for a while and it wasn't an easy it wasn't easy going for the beginning no. either because him and I started seeing each other kind of soon after my my breakup with Jay and like it wasn't the easiest transition for me. Yeah. And Andres was always very 
um, cognizant of not being the rebound. So like right after yeah. we broke up, him and I had actually rekindled our friendship because we knew each other since high school. Spoiler alert: I was his prom date. So that's a picture oh, that's that we so can cute. put. That's that's a picture we can put on the Seriously. Instagram story. But um, we were attracted to each other back in like 2011, and we actually kind of wow. made out once or twice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like foreshadowing. It was foreshadowing. Well, I mean, we were always very physically attracted to each other. Spoiler alert, he's um very beautiful. He's an incredibly handsome very person. Very attractive young man. Very attractive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> when we started re- when we rekindled a friendship back at like a Christmas party or something, we were like deadlocked eye contact for like five hours, like told each other like Ugh. everything that had happened for like the years that we were apart in university. And I like that we had time to be apart and do our own thing and date other people and be in love with other people and he had other relationships yeah. and obviously I did too. And now it's just like I anyways I'll go back to why it took so long for us to date so I really wanted to jump right into it he was like I don't want to be a rebound because we both had this feeling that if we started to date it was going to be for the long haul like it was going to be a really long relationship because it felt just different and our connection felt different so we were kind of it was also a very intimidating feeling because I'm like what the fuck is this (laughs) you know what I mean I'm like yeah why what's going on so for all of like 2017, we were like friends, but we were hooking up, but we were like, whatever. He would like come over to like family barbecues and all these different things. We went backpacking in Guatemala together, but we're like, we're just friends. Yeah. But like we we were like saying I love each other. In Guatemala, we were like backpacking with like two other buddies and being like, that's oh. just <laughs> it's like, oh God, <laughs> you idiots. Um, But at the same time, it was actually kind of important that we didn't start dating, I think, because I was having a lot of issues in my personal mental health journey you know this yeah. obviously because that was when we were like we started to become very close and I started seeing a therapist and just kind of figuring out my own self-worth and like who I was outside of a relationship because I was so yeah. used to being in one for such a, like a like a big part of my 20s. It becomes almost like an identifier does, and like yeah. you are such an independent person outside of these relationships that sometimes yeah. it's and hard I think to – When people tell you who you are all the time and then you have experiences that kind of are – in contradiction to what people tell you you are yes. it causes a bit of an identity crisis like when people are like you're so yeah. independent you'll always land on your feet you're so like this you're so that and then yeah. i had these feelings that i'm like but i feel really vulnerable and really lonely and not fucking independent i feel super alone and super miserable so mm-hmm. who am i then if i'm not the indep- if i'm not who yes. everyone sees me as and i'm not who yeah this person like who am i so i think that also happens That's it was hard. like my 25th birthday like that year i sorry like i was 25 that year and i think that also causes like that quarter life kind of yeah. existential thoughts where I'm like what is going on like who am who am yes. I and yeah. so I'm grateful that he was there as a support system but I'm also grateful that I had to kind of go through those thoughts and feelings by myself and like obviously got a therapist and had him help me work through those some of those things too but I think because and we've talked I, I keep saying we talked about this obviously we were fucking best friends we talk about everything but I think yeah. I put him on a pedestal because he checked so many boxes for me and boxes that I didn't even know existed for what I wanted in a relationship. Like he saw me for like, he sees me for like the best version of myself, even when I'm like the grossest version of myself. And I don't mean like physically, I mean, you know what I mean? Like when I'm feeling not my best. And so I put him on a pedestal and I think because I thought, okay, well, if this succeeds then I'll be successful like if this relationship works then like then everything will be okay instead of focusing on like okay well who am I like what do I need to do to make myself right what's my mental health like what do I want to do in life like who do I want to be 
So I yeah. had to take him off that pedestal and be like, yes, he's a unreal. Yes, he has an ass of an angel and he's a, a wonderful person. But he but is you're just also a guy. Unreal and, and I'm also unreal. You have an ass of an angel. I do. So <laughs> thank you. And so I had to kind of be like, okay, girl, like focus on yourself. And I literally made getting my mental health in check my 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 goal. It was like my actual full time job. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I was just like oh, I reading books. I was listening to podcasts. I was trying to get my head right. And we started dating during that time. And he was just so supportive. And he's continued to be yeah. so supportive throughout that entire experience that I'm like, every time we have a confrontation or like an issue or something that we want to talk about, like how you said with Brian, where it's like, it's not you and me versus each other. It's you and me versus the yeah, problem. I, I like yeah. look forward to issues that I need to bring up. I'm with telling you. I'm like, that's I'm like, like a, yeah. it's going to make us closer. We've never had a conversation I think it's like a different level yeah. of... Like, it's, like, a different level in your relationship because you're, like, the fact that, like, even when I argue with you, I'm still, like, I still feel, like, heard. And yeah, it's not, like, you're not scared of saying, of bringing something up. No, and I think that's where, like, that mutual, that real mutual respect comes from where you're, like, I'm willing to yeah. say the truth so honestly that it might hurt your feelings. And I'm not yes. going to sugarcoat yeah. it and I'm not going to, you know what I mean? And he – yeah brings out the best in me I think in a lot of ways and I think also I love that the closer that I come to feeling my absolute best self the closer it brings us together which is just the sickest feeling you know what I mean like I'm not worried about outgrowing him or or whatever because we're both growing and it feels like we're growing together which is fucking the best and again I cannot emphasize how nice his ass is just just as a heads up but yeah I mean, yeah, he probably would have let us put a picture of his ass up there, but. Ugh, <laughs> no, but I'm, uh, yeah, I feel super lucky, but I also feel like he's super lucky, which is great. And he knows he, he is, is super lucky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He is super lucky. But yeah, you are super lucky too. Yeah. Because that doesn't come around all the time. No. And it feels nice to have that friendship piece be there because we're going to move in together yes. in like a month or in a few weeks. <gasps> oh my God, in a few weeks. <laughs> and I'm like, oh God, I have to share a room with a boy, but he's left, he's on me decorate. Now so I have like, to live with a boy. I know, literally, Monica. <laughs> but oh yeah. my gosh. I, I'm excited. Yeah. Everything that I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm so I'm excited so excited for, for you guys. Yeah. Thank you. I can't wait. I can't wait and, for you. But to be honest, I'm more excited to talk about your <laughs> chapter of this thing because spoiler alert to everybody, Dude. we had to re-record this episode for one specific yeah. reason. Yeah. <laughs> so we I don't actually, mean to laugh. I you know. know I love you. But it is I kind mean, of funny. <laughs> we can laugh about it because we had to re-record this because the last time we recorded this, my relationship status was different than it is right now. It, um, it happens. And it's weird. It's because... Because when we were recording that episode, I was already having the thoughts and, like, the feelings of wanting to break up with him. Um, But I thought, oh, by the time it comes out, if we're not together anymore, it's not a big deal. I was really happy with, like, what I said in that episode. And I kind of do want to, like, explain what I said in that episode because I think it pertains to my breakup. And the one of the big reasons I wanted to re-record was because I am so damn proud of the breakup which sounds really freaking weird to say even but no but relationships suck i mean i mean sorry breakups suck so it's like if you're proud of how it goes like that's great i handled my my breakup with jay like a jackass so but i mean that's like i i would even say like i would even attribute it to the fact that that was four years this was so we were only dating for three and a half months Mm. but I don't know if anybody has started a relationship in COVID. I find during lockdown, it like really speeds things up a lot. I mean, that makes so, sense, because, right? 
because also like he was the only person I was seeing outside of my family. And to an extent, it was like, I kind of had to sometimes choose like, okay, I'm going to see him over seeing my family just for the safety aspect. Like I kind of didn't really want to mix households all that much. For sure. I mean, I think that escalates things naturally. You spend a lot of one-on-one time together. And also like we didn't have anywhere to go. So like our dates were always at my place. And so like your home kind of becomes this place of like, this is where we had all of our dates, all of our big conversations, all Mm -hmm. of our this and that. That's so true. And so I want to say like what has changed for me because I feel so different. I used to be very, I guess like a little, I guess I could say like anxious in relationships Mm. that if they were acting weird as in like not texting back for five, six hours or like not calling me at the end of the night, I really took that as an indication of like, oh my God, what did I do? And why don't they like me? Or maybe they like me less. Mm. And so since December, I think it was like November, December, I really started to get into like manifesting and visualizing visualizations and and writing Mm -hmm. down what you want and all of that stuff. And, and it like a big thing of it was like being grateful for your life right now as it is exactly like a snapshot in this moment in time. And so as much as I preach about like having self-love and, oh my God, I love myself and everything and blah, blah, blah. I love my body. I love my personality, whatever. I really, really hated the part of me that was single. I really mm. hated saying that I was single. There were stipulations. I was like, I'm, yeah, I kind of, I was like, I'm happy to talk to you about my career. I'm happy to talk to you about like body image. I'm happy to talk to you about all this, but please let's not talk about like relationships because I... I have been single for a really long time and I didn't really have friends that were. All my friends have been dating since they were like 16, 18. You do have a lot of friends that have been in very long-term relationships and like engagements and marriages and stuff. Yeah, they've all been in relationships and with maybe like a cumulative like two, three-year break of being single. And I'm talking like through my friends. So I just found being single as like such a negative thing because nobody around me was ever really single. Right. And even there's like, this this story of like this one girl that like me and her are friends on Instagram or like we've known we know each other but she posted a picture with her boyfriend and we chat like often on Instagram or like we'll send each other a message and I was like oh my gosh congratulations blah 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 like talking about it and she was like thank you she's like I just find it so crazy that people I got more comments likes and messages about the picture with my boyfriend than I did on the picture of me purchasing my first home. And she's Damn. like, it just bothers me that like, that's what people are like. That's, like, that's cool. the value as system. To, yeah. Yeah. As opposed to like, this is what I've done as an individual, like as a, yeah, yeah. As, as a single an individual. Woman. And so I really like over the last, like November, December, January, before I met him, I was so blissfully happy being single. I was like, I can't freaking wait for the next time somebody asks me if I'm dating somebody because I started to look at when somebody puts a negative connotation on being single, it shows me that you would hate being single, Mm -hmm. which means you don't want to spend time with yourself. You maybe don't enjoy spending time with yourself. Or you haven't had the opportunity to have that. You you haven't had the opportunity to do that. And like, that's not a me thing. That's a you thing. 100%. And and I also thought, and I also thought like my life, knock on wood, has always turned out somehow it's always somehow in in my favor so I'm like why shouldn't 
a relationship be the same like you know all my things that I want of like marriage and kids why shouldn't that turn out in my in my favor as well so I kind of started to relax in like my singleness I was like Mm. this is like let's enjoy this right now because years down the line when you have kids and you're this busy household you're gonna wish you had a moment to like watch your favorite tv show uninterrupted and like go to the bathroom without anybody knocking on the door (laughs) yeah so I really started to enjoy that which helped me go into my relationship with a sense of calmness that I am looking at this relationship for what it is and not what What it could be or yeah right yeah that's because awesome. I am such a dreamer. Literally, if somebody texts, if somebody told me at the end of the day, text me when you get home, I'm literally driving home being like, okay, so I want a f- fall, late summer, fall wedding. <laughs> I want two kids. Like, I am Sweetheart ready for style this. Dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Everything. That's hilarious. And so this time I was looking at it from like, do his actions make me happy? If they mm-hmm. don't, have I communicated them? And have we come to a, like a solution of like what would make us both happy in this situation? Huge. And so ultimately what did end up happening was that he wasn't meeting what I wanted. And yeah. all, I w- all I really wanted from him was more time. And if you ask me And just three, the enthusiasm ago, to want to see, enth- to spend more time. Yeah. And hearing him say, I'm not ready yet to move it forward – Three, four years ago, I would have latched on to the word yet and been like, okay, he's not there yet, but he could get there. Right. Whereas now it's like, no, I don't, I don't want to wait around for like something that may or may not happen. And I really like look at the breakup from a place of like, I think he's, I, I, I don't have anything bad to say about him. Like, I think he's such a nice guy and he's really sweet and all that stuff. I just don't think the type of relationship I'm looking for is the type of relationship that he's looking for. But And that's it okay. It really was like, and that's okay. It was a fine relationship. It was good. And it could have continued. And I don't know why I broke things off with him when we're still in like three, four weeks of fucking lockdown. Like, <laughs> you, I just couldn't keep my mouth shut. But I think what I'm so proud of is that like, I, I really, really stuck to what I had told myself is that like your needs, you're not asking for too much. You're just like maybe asking the wrong person. Yeah, totally. And so, like, yeah, I've been, I mean, this only happened, like, we broke up on Mother's Day, um, so it's pretty recent, but I was sad not about losing him because I'm really looking at it from, like, he's just not my person. I'm, like, sad about the loss. I'm sad that something, something didn't work out in, you know, or that I thought was going to, but, like... I feel so okay because I'm like, that's it. Like I just kind of made for room sure. for something better to come into my life. And you were, even when we spoke like just after it happened, you were like, I know without a doubt that it was the right decision. It just sucks. Yeah. Like, like breakups just suck. Yeah. You kind of like, I, I think of it that I'm like, I left something good and fine for something great that I don't even know is, that I don't even know is going to come when it's going to come. But I'm just like, sure. I know that that's what I deserve now. And I'm not willing to compromise on my basic wants in a relationship. Totally. And I don't even think, like, I don't think you should have to. I agree. Really. I agree. And yeah. I think compromises can be on silly things like what we order for dinner or like even some medium sized things. But I think big life goals and how you communicate and how you want to walk through life is like, you really have to look at yourself in the mirror if it's something that you want to super compromise on. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just felt like – 
if I had said okay to his his version of I'm not there yet or I'm not ready or whatever, I really like that would have been a choice of me putting myself and my wants and what I envisioned for myself moving forward on the back burner. That would literally be me for telling sure. myself you don't matter and someone is just telling you that you don't matter and you're just taking it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't do that because not anymore, baby. Like, I, not anymore. I fucking love hanging out with myself. Somebody else should be just as excited to hang out with me as I am to hang I've been, out with me. I've been counting down the days until I can hang out with you again. Oh my God. I can't freaking wait. I'm so excited. Me too. So, But I am really proud of you because it's never, it's never an thanks. easy decision. And obviously in this time where it is kind of difficult to date and stuff to make a decision like that when things weren't bad, I don't think is an easy decision that everyone would make. But my dad one time gave me advice this is before Jay and I broke up and he says, relationships don't have to be terrible for you to want to be out of them. Like it, something mm-hmm. can just feel wrong and that's yeah. more than enough of a reason even if you can't communicate just, that properly. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. It came down to the fact that I was like, I realized I am enjoying spending time with myself more than like I would get excited to see him on the day that I was going to see him. But the other five, six days of the week, I was like, mm. uh. I'd all, I also forget that I had a boyfriend. I would literally forget I had a boyfriend. I would make comments to like friends in like group chats being like, oh my God, haha, is he single? And then I was like, what the fuck are you That's saying? That's so funny. <laughs> a boyfriend, I would forget. And I'm yeah. like, that is not wasn't an not all-encompassing me. love that we were That's looking for. That's not, yeah, that is so <laughs> not me. And also yeah. I fall in love like pretty Hard, fast, yeah. even if the other per- person is not like a participating party. <laughs> On board? But- <laughs> Yeah, if they're not aware of it, it doesn't really matter. I'm still in love. But I found at like the three-month mark, if I wasn't even like falling, then I was like, I know that something's off here. For sure. And I just got to trust that gut because I just like I know myself enough to know that that's – this is not it. This is not it. Yeah, 100%. That's that was the main reason I wanted to re-record this. I was like, yeah, this is just no, I think a, it's this good. Is a it's important to be able moment. to talk about. This is a learning moment for 100%. me. One hundred percent. And yeah, so here important we are, update. single here we are. and ready to mingle. Yo, it's She's hot girl ready. summer. She's flirty, is it? Oh my god, it's definitely hot girl summer. It's but like when waxed, things open up, waxed and ready to <laughs> play the sax. <laughs> 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 and you get that tattooed on me yeah i actually did play the aldo sax in middle school got my period <laughs> while doing a rehearsal not a joke we'll talk about that another time <laughs> okay before we, we literally talk for like two more hours years. i know i know <laughs> ah, thank you guys so much for listening this has been accidental yeah. friends with lane and Kristen. this podcast was created by us and uh, produced by chloe jackson you can check us out on Instagram, Accidental Friends Podcast, and our website, AccidentalFriendsPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave a review. We love you. See you Thursday. Bye.